1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Hello and welcome back to Rams Talk Podcast. Now, international breaks are very, very boring. Uh, I don't know what everyone thinks, but I I don't know what to do myself uh, on a Saturday if Derby aren't playing. Um, but we're here today. We've got a couple of really good discussion topics. We've been asking for you guys to to give your opinions on Twitter. Um, and I'm sure we'll get some in the live as well. Um, we're just going to chat about Derby, basically. It's going to be a more relaxed episode. We've not got a defeat to talk about this week, so uh, that's always nice. Uh, and Joining <laughs> me today are two people that I'm, I'm sickened to look at, to be honest um They've both got their their NFL jerseys on. I don't know anything about NFL. I'm not going to pretend I care, and I refuse to let them talk about it uh, on air. But uh, first and foremost, Jamie Page, how are you, pal? I'm happy. The best sport in the world is back. As Callum all right, agree. Let's...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Callum, how are you, pal?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm better that the best sport in uh, football uh, is back. The actual football. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and everyone switched off um so right <laughs> let's let's get into it let's get into it now um i mean we've got a, quite a few discussion points to talk through um one of my favorite ones i've got up first by the way if you do have any questions and you're listening to this live um please do comment on youtube whatever whatever you're listening on and uh, yeah i'll keep an eye out and and put it to these guys as well um Probably my favourite question regarding Derby at the minute is uh, what is Derby's most balanced midfield? Now, I saw some conversations about that. I think you, me and you had a little bit of a chat about it, Jamie. Um, I mean, in your eyes, what Derby midfield... Let's say everyone's fit. What Derby midfield is the most balanced for you?
3: That is really hard because a balance suggests that we need probably someone in there sitting that can actually defend um, and, and get about the pitch as well, which... I don't know. I would say, and I know you're not going to agree with me, I would go Bird in the deeper-lying playmaker role. I'd go Thompson in there with a bit of energy, uh, almost your box-to-box. And then I'd have Hurahan sitting in front, architecting a few things, um, and hopefully getting on the score sheet once once and again. Um, but I know you don't
2: agree with me, Jake, because we've had, that, we've had this discussion <laughs> offline. no to be fair i think i think it's a good choice i think we're we're quite spoiled i think we've got four or five good options in the middle i think it's just which options do we pick together i mean one of the things i remember saying to you jamie is that the best players don't always make the best team um which is a bit cliche isn't it but it it can be true i mean obviously extreme example but hughes hendry i was going to say man city that's why i said extreme but hughes hendrick (laughs) bryson's just popped into my head that midfield doesn't work you know what I mean? That midfield doesn't work. You needed a Thorn. You needed a Eustace. You needed, you know, someone along those lines to sort of balance it all out. So, yeah, um, I think, yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Um, Callum, what about you, pal? What do you reckon? See, I'd put I'd
4: put fauna in there as my holding. Um, I would then go birds, and then I'm torn between. Are we including Embleton? Can I include Embleton? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go. Yeah, I didn't know if we were including loan players and stuff. But you know, if I if I would, then I'd go Embleton and birds. But I don't know if that will work. I've never seen Embleton play obviously live so <laughs> it could put be it be absolutely <laughs> atrocious. So, um, so if, if I, if, if I'm going with who I've seen, then I'd go bird and Thompson. So bird, Thompson
2: and Fauna. Well, well, um, it's almost like you read the message that I put in Callum, um, because that is pretty much what I'd go for too. I think when I look at a midfield three, let's say we're playing four, three, three, right. Or anything with a midfield three, I always see it as you need one player. Who's going to sit in and break up play and can play out from the back. You need one player who's going to run box to box, give you that energy, give you that aggression, um, and maybe, you know, come up with a few goals. And then you need that playmaker. You need that player who's got that talent, can unlock a defence, has the quality to play passes all over the pitch. Um, and I think the midfield that you just said there, Callum, is is the perfect one. You've got Tyrese Fauna, who's shown already. You know he can get about. He's comfortable on the ball. He can win the ball in those deep areas as well, and he can play the ball, which is exactly what you want. You've obviously got as you box to box, you've got Embleton. I mean, I watched him when he was at Sunderland, and he looks he looks a player. I mean, I know obviously the goal he scored uh, at Wembley as well is a is a big highlight and you look at him and he adds something that we don't have i know we've got a few players like liam thompson that do run and really run and work hard but i think embleton being two-footed he can go either way he can make late runs into the box i think he adds an element of danger that i don't think we had before Mm -hmm. um and then yeah last player max bird i think he can be that playmaker you know take a little bit of the um I guess, box-to-box responsibility off his shoulders, let him do his running in the best way, uh, which is creating chances, getting into good positions. And I think he'll be a top player. Like you say, Jamie, I think Bird and Hurahan are quite interchangeable in that position. I think we're sort of blessed in a way that we've we've got this discussion because a lot of teams would love to have, you know, who's going to play between Bird or Hurahan or Embleton or Thompson or, you know, anything like that. And I think it's up to Paul Warren to get the best out of the three. Um, I mean, Jamie, me and Callum said the same thing. You said something different. Would you necessarily disagree with what we've said? It's a tough one. I think
3: I've not seen enough from Fauna or obviously Embleton to, to put them in there. I mean, it's based upon what I've seen over the course of um, the last season uh, with, with my three selections. So... Potentially, if you ask me in four weeks, a a month's time, two months' time, whatever that may be, I'll I'll probably tell you something different. I think the worry that I have with Embleton is the the deal is only till January. If he pulls up trees, he'll probably be back there in in January. I can't see that being extended. So I can't get too carried away about him and wanting him to do too well because I think he'll be um, back up north before you can say something Sunderland related. (laughs) So, yeah, I think... (laughs) I was trying to think. Of what was that? What? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, What's from?" I was think. I was going to think of a rogue Sunderland player, maybe like Kevin Phillips. No, mm-hmm. Noel Quinn was he there? Yeah, so, was Kattemol. that Southampton? Lee Catmull. yeah, Lee um, <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, my worry is, I think. What you said there in terms of, of Max Bird, I think we saw in pre-season and the first games before he got injured, he was he was playing a little bit further on. I just don't think he scores enough goals and gets enough assists. I think if you played him in a team all season, I don't think he gets more than 10 goals. Um, he potentially doesn't get more than five goals, in my opinion. And I think with Hoorahan there, I think he's just got that knack for scoring good goals, uh, for coming up with assists and, and being pivotal. So, I think the argument I'd have is in your team, I'd want Bird or Hurrahan. And I think Hurrahan just shades it in that more advanced position, in, in my opinion.
2: Well, I think what what you said there, Jamie, is, I mean, Hurrahan, he he gets in the right positions and that's how he scores the goals. I think Bird needs to develop that side of his game. I think when you look at Hurahan, I mean, he's what, early 30s? He's close to the end of his career. He's probably got two, three years at most left, whereas Bird's right at the start of his career. And something I guess I have not thought about, and maybe the same with you, Callum, the three that me and Callum both said, they're all very young. I think Embleton's probably the oldest at 24, whereas you know you look at hurahan he's sort of towards i guess towards the latter stages of his career he's got that experience he knows where to be so yeah i think you're right i think there's um that's a good point there um i'm just looking at the comments there's a, a few coming up there that put me off for a second then um <laughs> i mean two of the questions that we've got from jim and ryan um are, are all about you know what players would you bring in on a free that's a hard one. I can't say I know the free agent market off the top of my head. And whilst one of you are talking, I think I might get it up on mark to, to do a quick, quick scan um, of who's available. But I mean, Jamie, Ryan's mentioned about he, he'd like us to bring in a, a right back because we're short there at the minute um, and a midfielder because we're short of flair. I mean, would you agree with that? What sort of players would you want to to go for?
3: Yeah, I think I agree with the right back. I mean, we've just been so unlucky with injuries, haven't we? I mean, Ward being out, Rooney now being out, um, Kane Wilson not being able to kind of stay fit. I mean, that's three players that you'd have at, at right back. Um, so I think the player coming in will probably be a short-term fix because I think Wilson and Ward will will get back obviously quicker than, than Rooney. So unless they were absolutely sensational... Um, I don't think so. uh, I don't think Wilson and Ward will be that far away unless you Mm. tell me something different. Is it a couple of weeks? Is it like four weeks, something like that? I think remember from when I I last, let's say, Ward was
4: last asked about it. I mean, I think um, Ward is probably a couple of weeks and then um, Kane Wilson was, I think, is a little bit sooner. I think he was getting back on the grass and stuff. But again, I could be wrong. Um, But I think both of those aren't serious. Um, yeah. so i don't think we'll be too horrendous at that right back position but as you say the the there are two people that we brought in to make cover and have both ended up being, <laughs> being on the sideline
3: i think i'd have corey smith there we we so we've seen that he can do it we, we saw he can do it last mm. season i think he comes under a bit of, a bit for, in for a bit of um a bit of criticism really corey smith and actually i think His best game that I've seen him for a little while was against Peterborough. And I think you can say that Mm. about pretty much everyone on the pitch. But I actually thought he had quite a good game, but he doesn't get anywhere near. I mean, we (laughs) talked about that three. He doesn't get anywhere near that for me. Um, So maybe a period at at right back will do him him good. And I think naturally that's what we do unless one wants to do a a three at the back again. But we've seen an adaptation of that
4: yeah yeah i think you when you look sorry sorry, go go on jake go on mate
2: no no carry (laughs) on mate. carry on
4: (laughs) no i was just saying uh when you look at Corey smith i think when you like like jamie just ended on his point there where you look at the best three midfield i don't think smith touches it and when you're looking now we've got embleton added to those ranks um you're then looking at where where we can fit him um and I think that right back, he did a job last season. And if he wants to be anywhere near the starting eleven for me, now we've got um, that strength and depth in the middle. I think that's probably where he's going to I'll probably end up, unless one really, 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 really likes what he provides. I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, so uh, I can't really att- attest to that. Um, but... Who knows? Warn could really, really like him and 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 put him in there, and it could be a real curveball for the three midfield that we've just been talking about.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah, he's obviously yeah, exactly. been poster boy. He's obviously been po- uh, poster boy throughout the the preseason with the kit <laughs> yeah, launches legit. and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see. Warn's paid to make these decisions, so we'll <laughs> leave it with uh, we'll leave it with Paul. <laughs>
2: Well, exactly. Exactly. Um, I've just been having a flick through the free agents as well. There really aren't many that are jumping out at me. I'm going to be real. Um, Josh Onimer of uh, central midfielder. I'm just looking at sentiments and right-backs, basically. Um, I mean, some really interesting ones in there. Uh, some some bloke called Chris Martin. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, you need to Darnell stop. Fisher. You need to stop, Jake. <laughs> uh, you've got Sam, Sam Klukas is available on a free, apparently. Darnell Fisher, I mentioned there, he was one that we looked at in pre-season. Um, a lot of names I don't recognize. Sammy Amiobi. He's another one uh, that's available on a free. Um, so, you know, there's, there's quite a few players out there. I mean, I wouldn't say there's the best sort of list of talent that we could bring in. But then if they were talented, they'd already have a club by now. So I think we're, we're going to be in sort of possibly bargain basement a little bit. But you never know. You never know with Derby. Sometimes the signings you, you, you're least excited about are the ones that turn out to be the best. Um, Colin Kazem Richards-esque. <laughs> um, just uh, another comment that we've got here uh, a guy called the Godfather who's put big up Rams talk every time legend, thank you mate, I hope you are the real Godfather uh, and he's also said that he'd um, he'd he picked John Jules over Washington up top, I mean Callum I, I actually really was impressed with John Jules when, mm. when he came in, um, 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 I don't know whether he'd offer Washington's running but he offers a different sort of side to his game doesn't he?
4: Yeah, it's the pace, isn't it? It's the pace and the athleticism, just because he's young um, and uh, Washington, obviously, is at his uh, latter stages. He's not by any means gone, but at his latter stages, he's now got to use what he used to have in um, that pressing uh, attribute that Washington is well known for. Um, he's now got to use it more wisely um, just because he hasn't got the engine, um, whereas John Jules can kind of... Um, offer the outlet. Um, it's that through ball that we don't really have with uh, any of them up top that um, we could play in behind, um, which is where, as I say, uh, the Godfather is probably right in terms of uh, in, in what he's <laughs> in what he's saying. But I don't know. I, I, I like what Washington brings. I do really like what Washington brings, and I think what him and Waggon have stroked up a really good partnership. Um, the two of them. So, so whether I want to break that up with John Jules, uh, I don't know.
2: I uh, again, I think it's another one where we'll see, won't we? Um, and another striker related question, uh, from Matt Hunt. Um, Jamie, he, he's put send James Collins <laughs> to the moon. I'd rather put Dijon Brown on, and uh, that did make me laugh. And I had to mute my mic for a second when I saw that. Um, so thank you for that, Matt. I mean, Jamie, James Collins, uh, we talk about him too much on here, I think. So I think we speak more about him on here than he actually gets on the pitch. Um, But again, we we spoke about Corey Smith and what he brings and what he doesn't bring. I think he's another one in the same mould where he's not got the physicality or pace that he used to have. um, And he's now just trying to play a role with tools that maybe he doesn't quite have up to scratch anymore. The difference between them two is that
3: Smith can play the way that we're playing at the moment but Collins can't. And it's so Mm. strange because pre-season showed us, okay, we're going to get the ball into the box. We're going to put it out wide to Ward. We're going to fire it in the box and there's going to be James Collins. James Collins is that striker. He can't play to his back to goal. He can't hold the ball up. He can't get in behind. Um, He's not going to give you what John Jules does. Uh, Yeah, I I find it so weird. And maybe it it has been the injury to Ward that's maybe kind of affected... Collins in this team but I do think he gets a little bit too much criticism I think if the ball was you know dropping in the six yard box I would have James Collins over everyone else on that pitch because I over to score yes yes now
2: I would I would like to bring up some evidence to the court um, <laughs> first game of the season Wigan ball drops to James Collins he's what eight yards from goal uh misses it completely keeper parries it away uh, James Collins, free, edge of the box against Bolton, and he skews it wide. James Collins, free, just inside the box at Plymouth, takes it on his left foot, as all the time in the world, rushes it, puts it out of the stadium. I mean, you, you say you'd want him to be there, but when the ball's I dropped, was him, six, not yards, six yards, six yards.
3: Six, yeah. yards. Is six that, yards. Is that... <laughs> God, look. Basically, I, he, he I,
2: needs
4: it. He needs it on the goal line. Then
2: is, is it an open okay? net? Yeah, potentially. I, would... <laughs>
3: potentially. I, I just feel that he's he has come under a, a bit too much criticism. Maybe we're trying to move him on. Move him on. I know that obviously Shrewsbury there was that interest. Potentially, we're trying to move him on. But it feels now that he's gone behind John Jules in the pecking order. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But I do feel sorry for him because I think everything was geared up to him to be actually our number nine, to, for us to get balls into the box to him and for him to turn round his kind of Derby County story. So I feel a little bit sorry. I think I felt like this for players over the years. Um, I feel it a little bit for Sibley at times where I think he doesn't necessarily get the respect and the chances that that he deserves. But look, in a squad, you're going to have a couple of players that aren't going to play as as much
2: of a A role as they want to and and fans want to I guess that is true that is true Uh, we've got a comment from Jim Johnston which is actually really upsetting me because he's spoken about the NFL um, which is unacceptable on this podcast Jim so please don't do it again Uh, but he does ask how uh, Waggon didn't get player of the month which uh, I'll put to you Callum but he's also put PS sorry Jamie and Callum go Raiders now I don't know what that means um, but... uh, it means it means Wait. I'm really not a fan of Jim Johnson. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jake, Jake, just quickly, where do you think the Raiders are based in oh, the world? Come on. Go have on. on, have a guess. Get, name a state, um, any state. Oh, have a guess.
2: I'll tell you what. Leave your comments down below uh, on on Spotify and everywhere. Guess where the Raiders are. Um I'm going to say Iowa. Uh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the most no. rogue one you could have for. <laughs> oh, God. you got
4: to give us the answer now. <laughs> Go on, Jamie. Go on, Jamie. Put him out of his misery.
2: Vegas. 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 No one even lives there. How can they have a team there? There's only about <laughs> there's like a thousand people that live there. That's stupid. <laughs> That's like I'm Scarborough a bit you. of the pren. That's, the, <laughs> that's that's mental. Anyway, right back back onto Derby. Back on. I refuse to talk about this any longer. Um, so uh, we can actually get back to our questions now, um, which mm. which is uh, a nice break. Now, the hardest question, right? Oh wait, I've just realised. How did Waggy not get Player of the Month, Callum? How did Waggon not get Player of the Month? Why did he not get it?
4: Uh, I don't know, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe because he's a derby player, but then that would just be me as, as a derby fan talking. Um, so I, he's <laughs> uh, it, one of them where you, you look at some of the player of the months that, that they give out, and you kind of go, eh, you mm. can sort of see it. Um, I mean, the when you look at uh, even just the team of the weeks, the team of the weeks are a bit skewed. Uh, they do him on obviously the stats and various other mm-hmm. things and i'm like there's there's been players who've been better so i kind of don't really take notice of it but i bet he's livid though i bet he's been bashing down doors and going through derby city center and smashing up windows and you know what i mean it is it's probably absolutely livid but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Picture
0: the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: That's a better answer than I expected. I won't lie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, I mean, it's what the episode is called. So we might as well talk about it 20 minutes in. How can Derby County make the league one top two? Um, And I'm really sorry to the people that put the the comments in. I was really stupid and didn't actually write anyone's name down. So, i'm having to sort of repeat it but if it is your comment thank you very much for getting involved um what is it Derby can do to make the top two because at the minute we've we've won three and six we're sort of i think we're 11th which isn't great we're sort of inconsistent consistently inconsistent is what i'd call it how does Derby take that next step and get themselves up in those automatic places
3: bring back liam resenia
2: don't go
4: go get in the bin get in the bin <laughs>
3: No,
2: I'm joking. Thank I'm you very joking. much for I'm listening crazy. to Ram's Thought Podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Sorry. joking.
3: Um, how do I think they can get in the top two? I think we need to see a, a way of playing, whether that's a formation personnel. I think from, from game to game, I think we talked about it last week and, and we've done it on, on previous episodes. We've not really seen that Consistent Derby County agenda. I feel like potentially we're we're flirting with different ways of playing, and and don't get me wrong that we need to win games in different ways. However, I think especially at home we need to come to a game and go right. I know today how we're going to win this game because we know that Mendes Lang's going to get in behind, or we know that Waghorn's going to do something, and you know it, it, it's it's little things that mean that when we come to games, we know how we're going to play as, as fans. And I don't necessarily think that we've seen that just yet. And what I think with Paul Warren, how meticulous he is, um, how driven he is and how I feel it like he's very much, he gives the impression that he's he focuses so much on the little parts of the game. And I just don't think we see enough of that on a Saturday afternoon or a Tuesday night or whatever that may be so look he's had his his injuries problems um you know the, the fact that we've got multiple players missing and key players missing is obviously a problem and that's going to hamper that but just feel like we need to to look and and actually go right this is how we play this is the the poor Warren Derby county and I, I don't don't think we've seen that just yet there's been glimpses there's been there's been glimpses.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've we've mentioned it a few times, haven't we? Um, Peterborough that there was a glimpse there. You could see what we were trying to do. And then, yeah, Bolton sort of undid a lot of that. Um, But Callum, I mean, he's talked there, Jamie, about um, wanting an identity. I mean, when you look at this Derby team, what identity can you see Paul Warren trying to make?
4: Uh, ball out wide, crossing the box, and it goes in the net. Um, unfortunately, it's just not
2: been happening.
4: That is it. Mic drop.
2: Oh, that was easy. Uh, Curtis Nelson yeah, at right wing back is perfect <laughs> for that, uh, that style of play. Um... Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, you're getting too big for your boots now, Callum. You used to give me (laughs) long winded answers, and now you're you're dropping mics on me. You tell me to shorten Uh, them, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to... (laughs) I'm only attesting Um... to you, oh, master, Jake. (laughs) Jamie right we're gonna ignore that Jamie um I mean one of the big questions and what a couple of people have mentioned is is will Sonny Bradley come good I know we talked about it last week and uh, we put out a really good clip and it's really interesting to see people's opinions on that actually because um I, I actually had a message I don't know if I've mentioned this yet on the pod so this might have been exclusive um but I had a message from um a Luton Town podcast and they told me a couple of the things that have happened in Sonny Bradley's life, which actually affected him, and it, which is why he struggled over the last couple of years. So it turns out, obviously personal stuff, I'm not going to go into. But he did actually suffer from long COVID for quite a long time, and it really affected his breathing. Again, this is all a and pod. This is, uh, I'm not, I'm not pretending to to know any secret stuff about his life, but. Um, they said yeah long Covid really affected him and it took him quite a long time to actually get back into football and I wonder if that sort of knocked a little bit of the confidence out of him and then he's hardly played since he's been dropped in at Derby makes a mistake week one I, I think it's one of them where we just need to back him don't we Jamie and and I guess in in your view can you see him becoming that player that Derby fans were so desperate for him to be? Yeah, I hope so. I think he's got
3: a challenge on his hand, hands though with the form of, of Curtis Nelson. I think it has been fantastic over the last couple of weeks. So if we do play a, a four at the back, I think at the moment there's no looking past Cashin and, and Nelson. I think it's going to take a lot um, and an injury maybe for, for mm. Sonny Bradley to get a, uh, to get a, a look in a transfer. Or a transfer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> potentially. But, but look, at the end of the day, the way that I see it is He's coming as this marquee signing. I mean, out of all of the signs we made, I think I speak for all Derby fans when I say this one was the one that excited us the most. This was like a right. We've got a leader coming in here, someone that's proven that's gonna get us out of this league. That's what I. That's what I felt when I saw that announcement. And what I feel like, and take age out of it, whether you're 18 as a, a summer signing or you're 28 or 38 as a summer signing, there is pressure. Um, for that player coming in and i think that he has felt that ple- that pressure and maybe that pressure for someone that's playing in week in week out you know they can deal with that pressure however i think with um with bradley that's the the situation that he's in i thought jake had just left there cal i thought he's like no i don't <laughs> no, agree I'm, with that I'm I'm out always, he's walking out the door <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i think for for me it's all about confidence. It's all about run of games, which unfortunately, like I said, I don't see him getting. So he has to. If he's going to come good, then he's going to have to play games. But but where, where are these games? Come, where are these games coming from?
2: Well, that's it. And I think with the back three as well, I think it, it means that he's going to play, isn't he? If we play three, he's going to play. But if we, as you said there, if we play two uh, on current form, he shouldn't be playing. It's just how it is. Cashing. I know he had his head turned on oh, sound like Paul Bourne. I know he had um, <laughs> he, he had the the potential transfer to Brighton, which was so close to going through, and that's obviously probably probably hurt him quite a lot, actually, that that didn't go through. But he's still by far and away our best centre back. Um and Curtis Nelson's been pretty strong too. So Yeah, it doesn't leave a lot of a gap, but you know, seasons are long. There's a lot of games. I mean, when you get to January, you've only played half the games, and every game's as important as as each other. So, you know, if if it gets to to January and and Cashin does finally make his transfer to Brighton, um, you know, will it be his time? Will he step in? Will he erase the February curse? Being very dramatic here, but you know, he he's got a long time to make up for it and the early season gets forgotten if things go well or if it goes badly. So, yeah, we've just got to see what happens. Um, I mean, Cal, do you agree? Yeah, no, I, I
4: agree wholeheartedly with you. I think when you look at, um, I mean, I could even throw in, if you did a back three, Fozzie going in there, if we had a, a Calamelda fit Calamelda, um, because then you're looking at that left-hand side and going, if you add cash in, Fuzzy down the middle, Nelson on the right, maybe I don't know. Then so- Sonny Bradley, does he get in? Uh, again, it's just another another person for Warren to think about that again could mean that Bradley d- again just struggles to get game time. I mean, when Jamie said, "Where are the games coming?" <sighs> are the, is it the the League Cups and and the FA Cups? And John's next week, trophy? mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> those sort of games. I mean, that's probably just to get his confidence back. I think he's just devoted confidence. He's had a couple of games now, a brand new club. Again, no offence to Luton at all. A much, much bigger fan base week in, week out watching them in terms of uh, actually in attendance. And you've made two clangers, to put it nicely. Um, and that's resulted in two goals going against us. and Or, well, at least a sending off and a goal. Uh, and you're looking at it going, it's affected two games. And you go... That's not going to help anyone, even if you are a, a seasoned veteran. Um So, I don't know. I think, for me, he just needs a, a, a nice little run where he just goes under the radar, does his bit, and
3: then, as I
4: say, just builds himself back up again. Yeah, yeah we and need a, a run short... where we play. Oh,
2: sorry, sorry, Jamie.
3: Sorry, sorry, Jake. I said, it's a, it's a fickle old game, football. You know, he could start mm. next week and he could score str- from a... A Connor Hurahan corner in the last minute and everyone would love him and that might be the turning point that he needs to get his career back on back on track and it must be hard for Paul Warren because he's obviously purchased these players based upon playing three at the back and it's almost like absolutely loading up on metal and going right I'm building a metal house and then suddenly someone coming along and going oh by the way you can only use bricks you know you can't use that metal and you've got all this surplus of players that you've bought for a a formation that you're not going to ever play, you know? So
2: leave that metal on the bench. (laughs) I hate it. I I just hate it when I'm I'm trying to build a house and I've bought all that metal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And metal is expensive, Jake. You know it is. It is. If you, I drive past, why? if I drive past
4: my estate and I see a metal house, I'm, I'm, I am i i do not know.
2: <laughs> um, and yeah, I think well, the Godfather. I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't take that seriously. The Godfather <laughs> has said he has spoken, and he has said mm. that uh, Bradley would be more suited to the left side of a four or left of the three. Playing in the centre of the three was a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, potentially. Mm yeah um yeah. it by the way we're recording this on sunday night right and it is swelteringly hot um yep, all of us so tried to do this with our windows open and there's like a party going on next door at someone's birthday for me um and yeah similar stuff so i was washing the patio uh two doors down so at the minute we're <laughs> if we're being delusional please tell us because um i'm, I'm so hot, i can't even think at the minute <laughs> um but speaking of delusion this opens a, a great avenue uh what is our strongest 11 now i'll give you all a couple of seconds to think about it uh, i'll buy you some time um i i, I think there's going to be a, a couple of different answers here i know i know we've answered them in the last couple of days and we just like to stress we're not copying radio derby don't worry dom i'm not trying to be you my friend uh <laughs> so right jamie <laughs> now i've stumbled for you um go on what's your eleven?
3: Well, I've got to give the same 11 that I gave. I'm about to uh, say. Dom, <laughs> got to but, yeah, give the same I'm one. I'm not going to change my mind. <laughs> give so a completely I'm gonna... different one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to stay the same. So I'm going to go uh, Wildsmith-Ward, Nelson, Cashin, Forsyth, Bird, Thompson, Hurahan, Mendez, lang Waghorn, Barkhazen. Is that a
2: 4-3-3? Yes. Yeah, but, fluid. Yeah. I, was 4-3-3. To, I was trying to work out what that wow. was. Wow, the anti paul warm 433. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, so I will go Wildsmith. Uh, I'll
4: go Fozzy, Cashin, Nelson, Ward. I'd then go Fauna, Bird, Embleton, Mendes Lang, Waghorn, Washington.
2: Washington on the wing. No. That's uh, well,
4: Washington. It's what I, I was trying to work out who would
2: go up top, but it's kind of an interchanging three. Mm. You're gonna break up washing horn, mate. That's uh, that's a, a poor decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna also have to go with the one that I gave uh, on air, I'd say loaching, no, uh, wildsmithing goal. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Loach>. <laughs> um, Rogue that's yeah, right. Fuzzy, um Nelson, Cashin and Joe Ward at the back. You've got Fozzie obviously more defensive and Ward a little bit more offensive. Uh, midfield three, Fauna, Birds, or Horahan, whoever. And um, oh, what's his name? Embleton in midfield. Mm-hmm. And then front three, I'd say similar to Jamie, mm-hmm. Mendes, Lang, Waggon and Barcazin. You've got serious pace on each wing. You've got a forward that knows how to get into the right areas. Um, and then you've got runners from midfield. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably our best lineup. Um, let us know what's your best lineup. Let us know on Twitter, Rams Talk Pods, or let us know in the comments down below on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Pods. I don't know if there are even are comments on Apple Pods. Um, but if there's not, let us know on Twitter. It'd be, it'd be good to know what your teams are. Um, I'm sure we'll put that out as a clip um so yeah i've I've actually not got a lot left on my list um the godfather who has written i am the godfather in full caps um this is basically your podcast now mate if you want to if you want to host Um, (laughs) and he's put same as same as jamie but he'd swapped barcase with john jules which is again another good shout um mm. and Jim Johnson's put uh did we make a strong case to the EFL with the ref v. E. Bolton? I'd assume so. Uh the oh, rest are graded every game. Um so yeah, I'm sure they got a pretty, pretty poor grade in Mr. Breakspear that day. And yeah, it's good that Wildsmith's uh red's been rescinded. Mm, so one yeah. final thing, unless you guys have got anything else? Anything at all? Nothing
3: uh, derby oh. county related, more NFL, but me and uh Callum will take this <laughs> offline. Yeah, please do.
2: Um, so Portsmouth, uh, we've actually got a game to look forward to. I was a bit lost at the end of the last episode, I didn't know where to go, I didn't know what to do. Um, yeah, it's we, the
4: uh, Chargers Dolphins in about
2: half an hour's time. Didn't ask. Uh, so we played Portsmouth, uh, <laughs> next Saturday, um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, Portsmouth, I mean, historically good team in League One, um. Interestingly, one of the comments we got earlier—let uh, me look who that was—mentioned uh, Ronan Curtis. Matt Hunt said, um, "What about Ronan Curtis? Obviously, turned down a deal at Portsmouth. Uh, he's a winger. He's a, definitely an interesting one. um But Portsmouth, mm. good side. Coming to Pride Park, I mean, the only team we've beaten there so far are Fleetwood, and they're dreadful. And they've now hired, I think, Lee Bowyer as manager, which is pretty funny. um Or is it Lee Johnson? Lee Johnson, sorry. Lee Johnson, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Lee Johnson. Uh, interesting guy." Um, I mean, Jamie. Looking towards that game, we've not been great at home. We've had a two-week break. We've got new players coming out of our ears. Um, how do you see it going?
3: I think we're going to bounce back. I really do. I'm not worried about it. I think we'll um, we'll get it right, and I think we'll 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 get the three points. Um, that's not me saying that Portsmouth aren't going to come and cause a challenge because I think they, they probably will. But I am confident that we'll we'll put it right. Um, and I think we'll go on a little bit of a run. And hopefully we'll be having Sundays where we're talking about positive things rather than potentially questioning certain decisions and referees and everything like that. So I, I feel like there's a, a new dawn coming, so to, so to
2: speak. I
3: like it I like it. Uh, Callum what do you reckon?
4: Tough game. Uh opposition that are going to be up there recruited well in the summer um and they're renowned in league 1 to be a, a team that's when you look at What are you laughing at Jamie? Um, um when, <laughs> when you look la- at I'm lo-
3: <laughs> Sorry, I need to mute. I'm just laughing at the Godfather's comment on YouTube. I'm sure, Jake, gets to it. Yeah, I've seen
4: that. I've seen it. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I think it'll be a very tough game. Um, but we're back at home. We need to get the uh, home soil um, grounded. And when you look at us in the league and building on and going forwards, we, we're going to have... <laughs> you two have absolutely lost it.
2: Um, I'm just going to go, we're going to win. We're going to win. That's it. <laughs>
4: You you two are just absolutely killing me.
2: (laughs) I had to put it on screen so everyone could see it. Um, The Godfather, who now owns this podcast, has put, uh, I'm out, the Godfather has some very dirty business to attend to. Have a good night, mate. Um, Thank you for contributing. Uh, Good stuff, Cal. Yeah, I agree. Um, Score predictions. I mean, I'm going to say, what, Derby uh, 3-0, hat-trick. and on his return. There we go. There's a a wild choice. Um, Jamie, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's going to be comfortable.
3: I think we're going to win 3 1. And I think that Waghorn will get one. And I think it will be a brace from Connor, the captain, who ran. Love to see it, Callum.
4: Uh, 1 0 win. Uh, Makes it easier with scorers. And I will go um,
2: Waghorn again. White corn again, and we've got two comments. We've got Jim Johnson who says three one to the Rams, and Mark Drury who I wish I had your optimism. Mark has put five nil mm. to the Rams, um, which yeah is uh, obscene. But if it does happen, I think that would be the the game that kickstart our season. I don't see us uh, looking back from that if if we do win it. But right, um, I've completely lost my head. Um, the Godfather <laughs> and the heat of beating me—it's so hot. It's so, thought, <laughs> it's so it hot. hot. <laughs> Um, really yeah, it's, it's, it's really hot. And let's hope Darby are red hot on the pitch next week. <laughs> oh, and we're back. <laughs> uh, we've got a preview coming out on Wednesday uh, with, the, with the guys from 4-0 written all over it, which do YouTube and podcasting and all that sort of stuff. They're great. Uh, that'll be me doing that one. So, you know, if you don't tune in when these guys do it, and just for me, uh, just to let you know, it'll be me doing it. So, yeah, make sure <laughs> you tune in. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I've quite enjoyed this, actually. Um, not talking about us losing, which is great. Um so, yeah, I mean, if you did enjoy, please do rate us. Um, don't base it just on this episode, but if you like the other ones, uh, please do rate us five star um, on Spotify and Apple Pods. Uh, we're edging closer to the, the full five star rated on Spotify. Um, so every single vote helps, which is, is is really appreciated. We put a lot of effort in. Um, and yeah, if you do want to check out any other stuff, we, we stream live every Sunday at seven ish, um, which is where all these comments come from. So if you want to comment get involved, um, let us know if you think we're deluded. Please do. Um, yeah. Get in the comments. Tell us what you think. And uh, yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be good to have you on board. Uh, video watchers, you know, you can catch it on audio. I've said it enough times now. Um, but right. We're done. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. Uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.
3: <laughs> and goodbye from the Godfather.
2: <laughs> We're so good at this. Right, thank you for listening, everyone.
1: The Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.